too. Scrabulous. Super Mario Kart, Angry Birds, Doom. Yeah. Where it all began. Actually, it all began at Wolfenstein, right? Actually, it started at 10 cores. Video games. We're talking about them. Hello, my name is Asher, and welcome to the Cast. I'm joined today by, by the one and only, <laughs> please, please, the one and only, Joe, oh. which the podcast is named after. Oh, it's my podcast. It's Joe's podcast, but I'm hosting it, I'm hosting it, Asher. And then, Oh, but Phil. it's my podcast. I'm Philip. Yes, Philip. But it's my But please call me Phil. And we're here for Irrelevant. a special series, the Joe Cast. One once in a lifetime opportunity. The one episode series. One episode series, and uh, today's ep is known as Metagame, where we will be playing a card game called Metagame. It's essentially apples to apples, but for video games. And just, yeah, hearing primarily Joe's opinions about oh, games. Well, and then I guess built it. Let's let the arguing begin. Alright. Because that's all Well, you know, it's too bad. Well, no, Street Fighter is in here, so we'll get to... Uh, we'll, <laughs> the basketball we'll or get, Street Fighter? We'll get to the, the basketball. Okay, jokes aside, I do want to see Sagat play basketball. I bet, I bet it's super cool. The Tiger Knee. Dude, on dude he, I, he, I bet he's got the best ball control. Oh yeah, that's right, blank cards. What are blank cards do? They usually, usually use them to, you know what, keep them in there. The blank cards will be whatever game you want. Oh, okay. Alright? So okay, cool. Sh- shuffle that up and deal five oh, out to every player. Oh, I can't shuffle cards. Oh, okay. I can't yeah, shuffle either. I got big oh, stupid ogre hands where I crush cups on accident. Alright, I'll shuffle. I think we talked about this before. Yeah. No, yeah, me too. You witnessed it. Yeah. You I, almost I, did it. I can't do it. <laughs> I also just have chronically sweaty hands. Sam. That's just... That's just the way it goes. All right, Asher, I forgot how to play this game. Can you explain the rules to me again? It's uh, apples to apples. It's apples to apples. Or cards with, against humanity, you know? Or cards against humanity, but with video games. You know? So everyone has a hand of five, and uh, I'll play a card that will ask a question like, which has more randomness? You pick a card in your hand. Okay. Jeez. Place the face down, the other two players, and then the judge would look at the two cards, and then you would let the debate rage on, which, which has more randomness. WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Game, or Minecraft. I feel like the, debate. the choice is obvious on this one. The, the whole part, the concept of the Wario game is to keep you on your feet with its randomness in general, though. While uh, Minecraft has got a lot more structure to it in the sense of how you build things and how it goes about. And it's, but it's, its concept isn't random. The whole concept of WarioWare is the random, keep you on your feet element. The more ideas about this is building. It's not its essence there. I guess, but the entire game is randomly generated. Oh! <laughs> Literally everything, but that's everything the, that you interact with is, has been randomly generated. from the there. start. If you, but if but you that's, not the, game, that's not the thing that brings you to it is this randomness. That's not the... You don't go and you don't jump out and say, Man, Minecraft is random! <laughs> uh, no, but when you think of WarioWare, what do you think of? I do think of random Fat games. Fat dude with a motorcycle. <laughs> Yeah, man, rock and roll. Yeah, this is a really tough choice. It is tough. And I, I think it's a great first choice to let the viewers hear yes. what kind of game this yes. is, which is yes. perfect. And uh, yeah. since this was a test run, I don't have to pick. So, wow. Oh, so it's a cop out. Unbelievable. Slim and perfect. <laughs> but Absolutely. at least everyone knows how the game works. All right, and I'll leave games. it up to whomever to decide uh, which they think is more random. Okay, well, right. I'm going to be the first judge. Okay, Joe is the first judge. Okay, so. Which is simply a better game. Oh, good. I can't wait for this. This one. All right. All right Here you go, see. sir. All right. Uh, okay. May I present my argument? Okay. Okay. So we have portal on, for uh, Asher. Did you put portal there? I did put portal. I guess it's okay. We don't have to like hide who put down what. Really no. Three people. Yeah. So, uh, I guess. Uh, oh, actually, if you guys want to do it, uh, we can um, like all three of us put down a card and we'll like make like an argument for it and then we'll like try to like. 
Oh no, maybe, maybe we should yeah. just have the two. We'll just yeah. do the two. Together. If we had a grand judge. judge, then you'd be like, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. Grammy All right, so it'll be the next episode with the joke cast. So we have we have Astro putting down Portal, and Phil putting down World of Warcraft. All right, so so why who, do you think World of Warcraft? Who has this? spawned more games, more clones? <laughs> Who's gotten the most subscription, bigger than populations of countries, brought <laughs> in more money, has movies made about it, has so much, has spawned another game of Hearthstone off uh, of it. <laughs> I don't like this, I don't like this argument. Okay, well, if we're going to argue about what's a better game, I tell you. if we're going to talk about ease of interest in the game, okay, you figure, what was the problem with that request? What was the problem with most MMOs? They're impenetrable from the very beginning. <laughs> this game was designed, even at the very beginning, even though, comparatively how it is nowadays, was such a much easier, more well-designed game mm -hmm. for just anyone to pick up and play. Not just talking about the gameplay ones, we're talking graphics. Because most games had too much in their MMO that made them slog down. Mm -hmm. And they weren't playable. Uh, the gameplay was satisfying and fun, relatively speaking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but the way the game was created from the ground up was just better than everything else, all the other contemporaries. Mm -hmm. And the variety classes and all that made to where each person felt distinctively different. It was well-designed from the get-go. And the different races, different classes, as far as different side jobs you can perform as well. Now, why do I think it's a better game? Not only does it have an overarching story that, while being cryptic, because you have to really pay attention, I think is better than Portal, I'll say, but <laughs> it's an epic. It's a true epic, because there's stuff before, middle, and after. That's true. It's also longer. It's, and you get much more out of this than you would of Portal. And Once you true. solve the, pop portal, uh, the problem in Portal, that's pretty much it. You don't have much left. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. The writing in Portal's great, but, but a great game you would be willing to revisit, and I revisit Portal. I revisit World of Warcraft all the time. Yeah, you do. I don't anymore. And it's I know bad. people who don't. Uh, that being said, uh, I think Portal is a wonderful exercise in being innovative. I think... I, go ahead, sorry. I think... Because uh, I had heard this story, that the story of Portal was that a group of people who were really into first-person shooters just wanted an excuse to look up and down. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a crazy thought. Because if you think about the games that were out around the same time, but all of them were like first-person shooters, you're just looking left to right, let's be honest. You're looking left and right, you're shooting people. Right, like and you're going up and down, but not Seldom like, really. are you looking up or down, even like in the level designs mm -hmm. of like what we consider to be games. Uh, maybe Half-Life did it. I think Half-Life did do it uh, a good amount. But Portal, from what I hear, was complete completely created on that ideal okay and and somebody was just like it's such a simple concept why not turn it into a game and make it really portals really immersive it's a pretty like bare bones entry mm -hmm. you're a prisoner you have to get out it adds the comedic side of a game writing in there i will give it's it to great you writing. the writing is great it's boy. great writing i will say though to counter your point on innovation world of warcraft is probably the most innovative mmo Mm -hmm. As Blizzards want to do, it takes an already existing thing and makes it way better. Mm -hmm. What Warcraft did is it took the cryptic, the unfun, and dialed it way back. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more digestible. Also, you think about innovation. What's the biggest compliment? Is when you get copied. Mm -hmm. And how many World of Warcraft clones are there? There's a lot. Tons. Yeah. Okay. That's not saying that people wouldn't try to copy Portal because it's pretty blatant you try to copy Portal. It's not right. as easy to do. But the thing it is, is a one of a kind game. World of Warcraft, in a sense, broke the MMO genre. There's never been one better than it, and there was never one better than it before it, either. Eventually, there That's will true. be one to bring it down, but not anytime soon. I was going to say, probably the one that being said, that was if you pick Portal, there will be cake at the end of the podcast. <laughs> we can go to cake right now if you really want to. <laughs> I believe me, I do not want cake. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't want cake. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, these are some great arguments, and, and I mean, that's true. 
But really, it does fall under what Joe thinks And, like, I'm really biased because uh, I told Asher earlier today, because we were talking about World of Warcraft, actually, and it, it was just that, uh, it's just, like, I didn't like the MMO thing. Which is, yeah. Like, and uh, it, wasn't it, it, was really time, it was really time-consuming for me as, like, a gamer, and I was, like, kind of, like, ah, I, I really wanted to do the more, like, story-oriented thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but, like, uh, but everything you're saying is absolutely true. Well, I mean, World of Warcraft has had a... You know, it's un- still going unfathomable on. impact yeah. on uh, multiplayer gaming, mm-hmm. and just yeah, this is just, just a crazy question because it's which is simply the better game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simply it's like this is absolutely game. not. And it's just like wow. Yeah, especially like they're not even comparable. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I've had some good memories playing World of Warcraft. As sad as that sounds. <laughs> no, I mean you know, there's any multiplayer game, you know, that's good. Good people interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Uh. Gee, you know, I, I just that is its weaknesses. You do need other people to play, but when you do, it kind of exponentially increases the fun, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, so that's a mute boot point altogether. Since I like Portal more, oh. I'm gonna pick Portal. Okay, yeah, so, you would. But I, I will concede that your your arguments were very, <laughs> very spot on. Of course. But now we get to see Phil Judge. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Oh, we're gonna go this way. Yeah. Okay. Counterclockwise. Oh. Do you want to ask a question, or do you want to draw a new card? You can ask us. Which something. main character has the biggest dick? No, wait. So out of the games that out we have? Out of the games you have, which, which protagonist has the biggest dick? Oh. And explain it to me in detail. I absolutely will, and Joe will lose. Does it have to be uh, the main character, or can it be a main character? Uh, I will go lenient and say a main character. Oh, Alright, okay. that's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem, because you're going to win automatically. Actually, no, you won't. Alright, we just need to put him down. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you already lost, but good, please. I'll love to hear your arguments. <laughs> By the way, the candy cards that were thrown on Spawn 57 for Joe and Diablo for Asher. <laughs> Boy, uh... Oof, you got you to explain it to do. I mean, you guys, with all the implants people are using to do it nowadays, you're trying to tell me that some materious lots haven't made their way down there. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. This is funny. Okay, Joe, please. You're trying, you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to grind for that top level material. You, know, you put it down there. You're trying to tell me. No, you you're, you're not, that doesn't, that's not going to work because you got to grind for the best gear, man. Also, there's a black dude. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a black dude in Diablo. It's true. They're, yeah, I'm, but is that who you're arguing for? No, I'm arguing for Diablo. I'm pretty sure Diablo <laughs> can know, crush cities. Wait, but see, here's my <laughs> argument. I don't think he even has one because what does this need to procreate? None. I mean, you use it for other things. Evolutionary checkmate. You pee. Evolutionary checkmate. Yeah, but he's Diablo. I don't think he needs to, okay, to get I'm rid of it. It's, it's, it's hell. One of, I'm pretty sure there are people out there who don't like getting peed on. Diablo will gladly look at my hell-spawned penis. I'm going to pee all over you. I'm sorry. I just I, I, I think this is a moot point. I don't <laughs> These are creatures from hell. See, the thing is, when I think of the character in Diablo, like, not, I'm just talking about Diablo himself, herself, because it's kind of weird. You're sorry. thinking of Asmodan. As my has got a spider body. It's kind of like, if anything. Um, the main character in Diablo chooses to fight the devil yeah. with physical feats, not aside from the sorcerer, not really magical. He's like, yeah. he's just like, man, it's bad. I'm going to go fight the devil. With my fists. With my fists, my sword. How do I get there? I guess I'll just walk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I think that just as far as big dicks go, Diablo's just got big ones, dude. It's just, I don't know, dude. In Final Fantasy, they're pretty big. Let's, let's be fair. No, I think they're I think they're trying to compensate for something. I think, I think every character is trying to compensate sword, for something. Sword, yeah, that sword is obviously compensating. I think Sephiroth is definitely compensating. Uh, okay, uh, any final arguments before I... <laughs> I, I can't argue this. Okay, yeah, what, what am I supposed to say here? <laughs> you can't do anything. There's no winning. All right, Asher, pick up your stupid card. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah, dude, dude. stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which has made more players cry? <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't have very many good ones on this one. <laughs> it's gonna um, be like a really easy game. But uh, here, here, that's what I think. All right. So we have uh, StarCraft, and then we have a blank card. What card is that? Telltale's Walking Dead. Telltale's The Walking Dead Season One. I'm guessing. Yes. Okay, not season, season Two. What? No. All right. The Walking Dead wow. Season One. And Although Starcraft. I think you, get, you have a strong argument for StarCraft, dude. I'm just saying that you're trying to tell me that all of these Koreans' dreams aren't crushed <laughs> every year they go. There can only be one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but, They're but, all so fast. Here's the thing: the amount, the amount of joy brought by StarCraft easily can outweigh the tears brought by StarCraft. Not just as the game, but as a, the franchise as mm -hmm. well. The Walking Dead actively. Made you try to feel the thing, and you felt it. You know you did. We all did. Did you, so wait, did you beat The Walking Dead season one? I did. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Yes. You did. Did, did, you, did you feel bad? Did I cry? No. Could you, you did, did, not you, did you see someone crying? Did I, yes, I can see someone crying. Did you tear up? That being said, I have cried. <laughs> yes. I have actually cried. It was, it was uh, sad. For the finale of yeah. The Walking Dead season. Yeah, because you get so attached to Lee and, and it's Clement, rough. you like Clementine Lee. It's a really, really well, rough ride. She's not annoying. And then Lee just, he just boop, kicks the bucket. Boop, boop. Or Clementine makes it. Spoilers. Kick the bucket. <laughs> So, it's a really rough ride. Um, I think I think uh, you have a good argument for Starcraft, but I also think that it's uh, the athlete's argument. Yeah, exactly. Versus just, the know. emotional argument. Yeah, it's just the it's the, the physical pain versus the the emotional. Yeah, but like pain. you and I, we're not gonna cry for Starcraft. No. Yeah, I'll cry for Walking Dead. I'll probably not. You will. But, but I, so I will, and okay. I have. So, so I'm going to have to go with the you're, walking dead. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I would, too. <laughs> that's a strong argument. I, I would, too. That's a, that's a good one. Or is it no, back to me? How many cards do we need? Five. Five. Um, what? Okay. Which has more meaningful social interaction? Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Here we go. Which has... Oh, boy. Which has more meaningful... <laughs> Which has more meaningful social interaction? Any Connect game by Asher or EverQuest by Phil? So, oh, man. In EverQuest, you have to party up if you want to make it anywhere in this game. And the thing is that through the partying up, and I know there are a lot of guilds, not just in World of Warcraft, but in any MMO, you do form bonds with each other. You have to form bonds. You have to group up. So as far as social interaction goes, while it's not next to a person, which you could argue that's an interaction <laughs> with Connect, sure. I, I think that the need to communicate and the need to group up while it can be minor at times, does create interaction regardless that you need. There's a whole social structure created within EverQuest at the time, because it's pretty much dead now. Oh, yeah. But you can't argue that it set the groundwork for all MMOs, and pretty much most video games in general, upon how you have to interact with each other. Have you ever played a Kinect game by yourself? No. Have you ever played have one you? with someone else? Yes. Guess what? They're both bad. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I have seen people uh, who have never played games before play connect games and that alone is a significant social interaction that people who do not play games at all are interacting with me playing dance central okay okay how long did that connection last lasted i mean like it's happened in multiple parties parties yeah years <laughs> blood sweat and tears yeah, forever quite yeah years <laughs> it, wait, wait the... are, are you implying that i'm not friends with my with my my dance partners i'm saying as so... far as but you were friends before dance Yes, games. but it, but it, but it, it wasn't creates, the, it, wasn't the it created another level, another level. sphere, another level. like place where we could socially interact. But I mean, you played it once or twice. More than twice, I'd say more than twice. Four. <laughs> All right, so so check this out. Mm -hmm. The specifics here are which one is more meaningful. Mm -hmm. So basically, what we're boiling. Of course, created infrastructure for for socializing each other. So so is it is, <laughs> it, is, it, is it more <laughs> is it more meaningful uh, you know to group up here or is it more meaningful to you know 
flail around, flail around in person, <laughs> and like, <laughs> and that's a tough one because uh, I mean, I don't know. I find people myself... have gotten married through the quest. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> so, and, how do you know people haven't gotten married through? Any connect game. Oh, okay, that's that's not a marriage. That, that is a, that's connected, a sin. Connected, connected oh, adventures. That seems too you need to you are trying to two people, two people are playing connect. They're going down the, the connect adventures raft. Is that what you call it? Uh, and then they go down the raging river. They reach the end. One guy gets on his knee after the ride is over. Yeah. Of them flailing okay, around. Asher, you're, you're really trying. I appreciate what you're doing, but it's not working. <laughs> so, so, but here's Visualize the thing. It, is that, like, personally, <laughs> personally, it, you know, I think that, you know, Knowing people over the internet is practically just as good, especially these days, <laughs> than knowing somebody in person. Because, like, uh, I mean, you and Phil right, only knew each yeah. other internet wise until yesterday. For like two years, yeah. until yesterday. <laughs> but, like, still, like, you know, like, that's somebody, like, I've talked to for two years, and, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, like, Ashley, like, yeah, uh, I've talked to Ashley for probably more than two years, actually. Yeah, probably. Uh, but, we should create a whole other lot of trade cards. But, <laughs> I, I don't know anything about, and I think you would go to that argument. Yeah, I think if we have like games, maybe we don't know anything about, we can just like put them off and sure. just draw new ones, just you know, to keep it going. Okay. But anyway, while we're doing this, the more meaningful social interaction. Um, we can choose to draw from the discard pile instead. I'm gonna. Yeah, we can want to. What like what, what people have thrown away, we can try to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm gonna put my discard cards here, and you can try and draw from there if you wish. Oh, interesting. So I'm going to say okay. that uh, I'm gonna say EverQuest Ooh. is gonna have the the most meaningful social interaction. Okay. Still pretty hard. Yeah, no. I, I even I knew. And, and that's a, and that's a, and that's a whole bigger and that's a whole bigger issue, you know, like people saying like, you know, what constitutes like an effective friendship relationship. Well, nowadays it's just so different. Oh, yeah, dang it. Exactly. Which has a bigger impact on the industry. If I had World of Warcraft or EverQuest. <laughs> bigger impact on the industry. I don't know anything about those games. I know they're important, but I don't know anything about them. Yeah. Oh, did you Oh, you was that the Phil discard pop? Oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just draw from there. Oh, I guess this will just be like a separate discard pile. Yeah. yeah, you can draw from there if you want. Yeah, you can draw from there. So, like, if you're rotating cards from your hand, put them in there. And then if we actually play cards, they get discarded there. Yeah, okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, this is the card that I am playing. Okay. Wow. Let's get a three-card rule here. <laughs> well, I don't know. Three cards at a time. Yeah, Return. And then we'll, if we run out of here, we'll just suck it. Suck them back in. Alright, what's the new thing? Uh, which had a bigger impact on the industry? Uh. Oh man, Jesus. Wow, that's rough. Alright. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, actually, this is, this oh, is an actual fight. So we got Pac Man for Asher and Grand Theft Auto 4. Grand Theft Auto 3, rather. Yeah. For Joe. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it can just be extended to all Grand Theft Auto. But this one, probably, in particular. I would say Grand Theft Auto 3 was the most major turning point in the Grand Theft Auto. I hate yeah, I want series. to agree with you, but Pac Man is very important to the video game. It, 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 it Pac Man is. is very important. But as for. Documentaries made about it. But as far yeah. as the landscape created and the hubble created around Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. Most, mostly, what my argument is here is that not only just it, like, as a game, like, the, the, the sandbox thing uh, that it's doing, but just. The sheer amount of uh, like ethical issues that that brought up—it's like, oh, you can you can absolutely just murder innocent people, uh, and yeah. you, you pay almost no consequences. It's one of the it. games that like it did impact the industry in a negative way because it also introduced the whole um, what's that crazy politician's name? Oh, I know who you're talking oh, about. I don't remember um, his name because thank God he fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, but um, oh yeah, his campaign. His Jack Trenton, no, I'm sorry. It was, um, I feel like it was Jack something. Jack Trent. And Jack Trent, I think his name. Oh, so, but, but yeah, the influence of GTA Three, I, I do agree, is a little bit more obvious. Yeah, that's the in, thing. it's more in plain sight. That's true. 
to us at, as at this moment. Pac-Man is an early level design. It is a it is a groundwork of video games, uh, and really that that's like the strongest argument I could go with. Like you you can't see it now. You probably can't. It's hard to see it now, at least. But I think if you have played video games, you should at least know it was there. Yeah, I mean, anyone knows Definitely. Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows Pac-Man. But is it just that Pac-Man is old and popular? Is yeah. Is it just that you know Pac-Man was so popular that that we're saying that it had I, so I'm, much I'm of an effect? I'm gonna go ahead and tell you who I'm gonna pick. It's, it's gonna be Grand Theft Auto Three because it just says impact. This is both positive and negative. Mm-hmm. The impact that it had, and which creates the biggest type of impact. Uh, this is huge, huge impact. Yeah, I think Pac-Man at the creation of games, huge. Pac-Man is huge. But this is the industry we're talking about. This is like marketing. This is yeah, um, everything. The politics of games and Grand Theft Auto is a big deal about that. Or the, as far as that's yeah. concerned, that is a big deal. And, yeah. uh, and, and still I going think, strong today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, I liked Grand Theft Auto Five. I did. I did. <laughs> that was fun. In Pac-Man, I think there are a lot of gameplay elements in Pac-Man are. I think you're right. They're they're really laying the foundation for things yeah. like the level design. But there's other games that also were there on the shoulders of Pac-Man. That's true. Was, and maybe if Pac-Man, Pac-Man weren't there, like they would also they would be the ones. One would pick know. up the slack, probably. Uh, that being said, I do believe like that Grand Theft Auto did rock the boat a lot more. As far as sandbox games were big suddenly, like car games were big suddenly. You know, there's hmm. it created essentially a new genre right. in itself. Yeah, so. yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. Definitely good. All right, so Asher. All right, Judge Asher is in the building, and my question is: It's unfortunate that you played StarCraft already. Which is more of a sport? Oh Oh, no! Oh no! (laughs) I don't have anything. (laughs) All right, here we go. (laughs) This will be fun. Christ! All right. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh god, I don't really have anything. Dude, you dude, put anything, you'll beat me. The only thing I can—it's it, a very flimsy. One. All right, here we go. So, right, two games go. we have: Phil played Super Meat Boy, <laughs> all right, and Joe played Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> I got you on this one. Oh, I don't even know what's happening right now. Uh, I can't see the argument for one though. Um, the, the idea for me with Super Meat Boy, as far as the sport goes, it's more timing. It's mentally, and you need the mental speed and focus and the hand dexterity in order to execute a lot of this stuff. It's about planning. Farmville is more about plotting and clicking. It's <laughs> of a and clicking. In a lot of ways, um, in the sense that Zero Meat Boy is essentially a race, right? Mm-hmm. And you can actually race each other in this game. It's actually pretty good as far as it has any type of competitive level. I, I can't say the same for Farmville. That's the le- <laughs> when I said you can throw anything down, I didn't mean literally anything. Uh, every, <laughs> everything else is worse. What? I don't believe you. Uh, Pong. What? That could have been, dude. That's competitive. You would have. No, I don't think so. That's that's Pong is not more of a a sport. This is the 1972 Pong. That's more. Well, that's not too clear, is it? I, I think that is only is, one player. But, I don't, I don't That's know. more of a sport than Super Meat Boy. But table tennis. Is anyway, like, honestly, Super Meat Boy has a lot of like time trial stuff, leaderboards, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. I concede. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I guess Farmville was just thrown to the wayside. <laughs> he just wanted to get rid of it. Okay. Which is more like a movie? Wow, who's got heavy rain? You win automatically. I did not play this game, but I can try. I'm actually, got try for this pile. Oh, I am the loser. I'm playing this in the bottom. Playing this in the bottom as well. Because I do not know that one. Okay, I don't know that one. Don't know that one either. One guard. I'm only doing one guard. Which is more like a movie. Here we go. Phil says, Epic Mickey. Is it? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't (laughs) play it. 
<laughs> oh wait, wait, why, what was this card doing there? No, no, I didn't play the game. In oh, but you played the card. Yes. Why did you play it? Because the, the other ones I have are not looking like movies. Does any, has anybody played Epic Mickey? No. Mickey okay. Mouse is in it. He's having a good time. Draw a card until you get a card. All right, I'll draw from this pile, and I will suck. I don't know these games. I'm from the <laughs> Some of these games are not very popular. I just want to see you make an argument for a game you have played. Regardless of whether or not it's okay, okay. fine. I'll, I'll I'll do <laughs> here here. I'll do it. Or you're still doing it. Asher says, "Parappa the rapper." Fucking okay, Doom, sure. Doom, Doom. Doom. <laughs> oh no! What? There's a movie made after Doom. Fuck, what do you want from me? I guess this is the 1993 Doom. I think the only story you're getting out of that is I'm in hell. There's a storyline. They, they killed his kid, and there's a puppy. I forgot what it was. All right. What is this? What is the argument for Parappa? What is Mulligan movie? Okay. So as far as movies go, there is a. There's a storyline? <laughs> Question Doom. mark? In Doom. But it is an overarching adventure. It has a beginning, it does have an end. It does. Um, well, I suppose. Now, is it a good movie? Absolutely not. But you are the main character in it. And the main character does feel empowered, right? In a movie, the main character is usually bulletproof. And in a sense, you are the same type of deal in Doom. You are one guy. Think of like a bad action. You're one guy versus this unbelievable, these unbelievable odds, yet you still succeed as the main character of a movie, a novel, a comic book would. Mm. And it does, like I said, have a beginning and end. As far as storyline goes, it is a little flimsy. Sure, but what movies, not all movies have perfect storylines. That's, that's my first attempt at argument. <laughs> I, I tried. Well, the, the uh, Rock played all right. Doom Guy. <laughs> Flint Target is the actual name. Alright. Tell me why Parappa the Rapper gets best screenplay. It's have you seen it? What? Oh my god. <laughs> that is not an argument. Have then, you seen, have you seen Doom? Both? The movie Doom? I've never seen Spaghetti come out of the rapper. Oh, oh, okay, okay, so that being, that being a joke, jokes aside, Just... Parappa the Rapper does have an actual genuine narrative of growing up and embracing the adult world, right? First stage, what does Parappa learn to do? And this is most important, entering the adult life. How to fight, kick, punch. This, it's all in that the is, mind. That is, nope, oh, right? nope, that is not. Nope, that is not. This is what the creators meant with that first stage. Oh my god. What's our second Gosh. stage? Driving a taxi. We need to go places. We need to get around. Now, Asher, may I ask you, this is, is, it, is it an actual story, or are you just picking parts that just kind of happen? They are cohesive. They form one whole, and that is a symbol that Parappa the Rapper represents, and that is adulthood. Which movie would you rather watch? Doom the movie or Parappa the Rapper? <laughs> you, 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 Richard Linklater might as well have called Boyhood Parappa the Rapper. No, he shouldn't have. <laughs> That, is, nope, uh, that did not filter. Nope. For once, I can't believe I'm thinking Doom's a better movie. <laughs> Jeez, guys, I, I just, I, <laughs> whatever. I, I don't. It is a coming of age tale that I think a lot of people. Doom is a mindless action movie that embraces more action movie elements than I'd say Parappa the Rapper does. Parappa the Rapper is an action movie. I know, but I'm talking about as far as embracing you. It's, it's a com. It's a dramedy. Sure. Well, sure. <laughs> guys, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at this. Uh, this university website mm -hmm. and there's this evaluation by this girl named Nina Zhang mm -hmm. and the narrative she says is Parappa is a dog who's trying to win over Sunny Funny a girl he has a crush on who looks like a flower oh happens also in boyhood he is competing no, with Joe <laughs> he is competing with Joe Chin and Rich Dog who often overcompensates well I think we're getting the uh, I'm gonna say you say Doom sounds like a smoking movie in order to impress Sunny Parappa endures many trials such as getting his driver's license baking a cake for her and battling his teachers for the bathroom <laughs> through his struggles Parappa gains the courage to ask Sunny to go on a date to club fun and expresses his feelings for her on stage like I said coming of age story I don't know, I'm feeling that that's it's really a... resonating with me I mean he's a performer I'm a performer 
I mean, I, I, I get okay, it. Okay, but we're talking about what is more like a movie. What is actually what actually feels? Are you kidding me? That what time thing was? Okay, okay, but what what is more like a movie? What feels? If more that's like not a slice of life anime, I don't know what is. This is a stupid action movie. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so the thing about this is you're just arguing between genres. Here's the th- well, yeah, well, no, because what feels more like its own thing with Pretty Rapper is a rhythm game, right? Right? It's not. You don't do that in the movie. You shoot dudes in the movie, like in Doom. You are shooting dudes and monsters and invisible pink demons. Yeah, uh, I tried. I tried. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it to Parappa. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I, <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. You wanna know what else I had in my hand, dude? I have like The Sims, Oregon Trail, which could have been good, but I'm like, no, Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> which is more unpredictable? Wouldn't that be random? More unpredictable. Um. Wow. I, I'm not playing this for Hmm. Yeah, I'm having a tough time with this one. Um, I don't think any of these games are unpredictable. Holy cannoli. Alright. Sweet sass molasses. Sweet molasses. No lady. I don't know what that is. All this really dramatic piano music you can play. Yeah. Uh, what do we play till? We're probably gonna play for another 21 minutes. Okay, uh, unpredictable. Uh, okay, here's my go. Mist. I don't know much about Mist. You're gonna explain it right, to me. And SimCity. Game that's full of natural disasters and just bad stuff like that. Boy, I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to beat SimCity. Yeah, because but, Mist, I don't think, actually has any random elements to it. No, there's no random elements, but unpre- as far as unpredictable things go, there are a number of plot twists. Uh, especially in this one and in its sequel. So basically, if you don't know anything about Mist, this is one of the games I, I really loved playing this as a kid. But it's a point-and-click, like uh, adventure, I guess. And uh, basically, um, I think the story is—it uh, doesn't tell you at the beginning—but you basically go to the library and you find a book, mm-hmm. and it's entitled Mist. And in the book is just a page of an island, and the, and the picture is moving on the page, and you touch it, and you get sent to this island. And you don't know why, you don't know how. You're just you, all of a sudden so, you're standing. So it's Final on Fantasy Tactics Advance One. So all you're doing is standing on the island, and then you click around, and the you eventually find these two dudes who are trapped in in books mm-hmm. in there, and they're like, "Our father imprisoned us, so you need to go oh, out. Jerk. You need to go out all over the island and find other books that are going to transport you to different ages, and you're going to find the missing pages of our books, and that will bring us back to life, and then we'll help you get home." And then there's all kinds of unpredictable elements to this game, especially because you basically have nothing else to do but to go get these pages. And if you get the if you get one or both of them, all of the pages, they actually trick you and trap you in the book, and you lose and you die. Uh, what are the so is there a good ending to Mist? There is. Oh. The good ending to Mist is to uh, you give them like I think if you give them all the pages but one for each of them, so they can't get out. Mm-hmm. And then there's another page in another book that you find in the fireplace of uh, of the library that they're at, and you oh. can meet their father, and that's the good ending. With a simple and, and so and, and you meet their father, but you still have to do all the puzzles. It's a huge puzzle game basically. Yeah. And, but then uh, you meet uh, their father, and he's basically like, yeah, there's some there's some shit going down. See, my only problem is that that does sound pretty unpredictable. But I mean, third or fourth time. Oh yeah, you know, the, you know the beats. But there's games out there nowadays that third or fourth time you're like, what? Oh yeah, it's true. It's it's the best that I got, honestly, because you know I, I'm, I'm holding things like Pong. 
That's like, unpredictable. Like, I don't, I don't, Where's I don't, that ball going? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. Is it going to block the ball or is it not going to block? I, I mean, actually, it doesn't make much of an argument. No, SimCity, obviously, just, just... Random weather effects, alien attacks. Yeah. Generates natural disasters. Yeah, so unpredictable. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. SimCity, yeah. All right. I'll take it. Miss was a great game in my childhood. I'm glad you took the opportunity to explain Miss because I've never played Miss. Yeah, and then they had this sequel, Riven, where you could actually die. Like, you could get shot. I think like, Miss actually... influenced a number of things. Yeah, oh, yeah. Point Click Adventures took a lot of Miss. Yeah, Riven, the sequel, you could, like, set this guy free, and then, like, he goes around, and then he meets you, and he's like, wow, you're stupid, and then he shoots you. Oh, and you're just like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty All right, crazy. The next anyway. card is, which requires more finesse? <laughs> I can't believe I got to use this card. Alright, okay, I'm gonna define that. <laughs> Alright, so Joe played Castlevania Symphony of the Night. That's a PlayStation 1 1. That's a good game. And Miss Pac Man for Phil. Okay. Yes! <laughs> Alright, you please go first. Uh, no, you go first. I gotta. <laughs> Just, you know, like, uh, like, uh, like. Finesse's precision with yeah. Okay, so it's exactly what I thought. Like was. <laughs> yeah, precise movement. You know. I mean, it, I mean, with this Pac-Man, it's that's pretty much the name of the game. Is precision in movement mm -hmm. and and predicting and figuring it out. Mm -hmm. You're constantly being chased by something. Something's following certain power, Some people are more aggressive. It's mm -hmm. all about the reaction times because mm -hmm. that's the whole foundation of the game. Yeah. Um, you need that. You need that dexterity and that um, quick thinking and quick hand movement in order to evade said ghosts mm -hmm. and such. Versus, say, I'm gonna go ahead and go attack you, Joe. But the Symphony of the Night, while it is a, you know, a platformer and the boss fights do require a certain type of finesse. Once you figure it out, it doesn't really require much. With Miss Pac-Man, some of the things are randomly generated as far as the unpredictable movements of the ghosts. So you are caught on your feet. And Miss Pac-Man, if I'm mistaken, moves faster than Pac-Man himself. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I, I feel it takes more finesse than Symphony of the Night. I, I can see what you're saying. I think though that Castlevania here is the finesse is coming from like the comp the possibilities of things that you could do. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can attack a problem. There's a lot of different ways you can attack things. You can beat things up, and the choice is yours. And it sometimes doesn't work out. But you need to do the, you, you need to do it rightly. Yeah, but is it more options but, or is it more finesse? Right, but I'm saying that maybe they're not completely related. But uh, I'm thinking finesse, and then I'm thinking Pac-Man, and it's just kind of like I'm gonna pick a direction. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah, but like also, I mean, obviously there's strategies to Pac-Man. And, and this is oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the very stark differences between Miss Pac-Man and regular Pac-Man. <laughs> Uh, your argument is good, though, that the ghost patterns are, like, randomly done sometimes. Like, they're not always taking the path of least resistance to yeah. you. Like, sometimes they're trying to go around you. Yeah, and they'll sometimes end up affirming you. You're like, what the hell happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, okay. will take the, 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 the awareness and the quick hand and quick, and quick mind right. to get out of the situation. That's true. But and I do uh, say that the, there's more to do as far as that lends itself to the finesse of Castlevania. Right. So I do agree with you on that, but I do think that Miss Pac-Man... Takes more finesse in general. Yeah, I guess. I guess more concentrated. Yeah, less I guess Castlevania. Uh, the type of finesse that I'm talking about is like the same kind of finesse that you do for Mega Man. And I mean, uh, what's his face? Eagle Raptor, Aaron, whatever his last name is, talks about yeah. it on sequel. I just right when he talks about it. Well, he talks about both the games actually. He talks about Mega Man yeah. and he talks about Castlevania. Yeah. Not this Castlevania. But, yeah, not this one. But uh, it's the same sort of deal, you know. The uh, the the level design and stuff basically makes you. Uh, like, makes you be aware. Like uh, he makes a point of saying, like you can't just like jump into the level and just kind of beat them up because you'll die. Because they, the way they designed all the enemies is that you need to like think about it like a puzzle kind of. Mm -hmm. 
And so that's where I'm, that's where I'm coming from. But, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I know. It's a hard one, uh, to be honest, because I do think Castlevania is a very good game. But I do see the finesse. I mean, like... Oh, I prefer Castlevania! <laughs> like, hundred times over the, the, Well, the problem that I'm having is, like, I'm thinking about all those people who invest their time in the high scores of Miss Pac-Man and oh, stuff like that. Is. And, like, the precise movements that have to come with it. Plus, it's an older game. So yeah. I think an older game like that does require more finesse, even if it's just a joystick. Yeah. It, it, it might require even more, just because it is that. So I'm thinking I'm going with Miss Pac-Man for this one. You got some bad cards to do this That's time right. around. Yeah, I've won one, I've won one choice. Was it and that was just the the GTA. Yeah, but that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. I've been getting a lot of really. Uh, oh, this one might be good. Judge on. Joe. Yeah, it's my thing here. Which is a better way to waste two minutes? Waste two minutes. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, I have a predisposed answer almost. Wow. But, uh, I got lucky on that one. But, uh, the jewel is that's, that's the name of the game. It's just that's quick, literally the point. Uh, that, that is the step to win a game, man. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo honestly, takes so much more dedication. I think Nintendogs requires. You can do things in two minutes, sure, but I can jump on World of Warcraft and do things in two minutes also. This is actually a whole thing in two minutes. Designed to waste time. Literally. I didn't even know Bejeweled was a card in this game. Yeah, I know. And it's even funny, it's like Platform Various is the pop cap. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, and of course, Nintendo. This is Nintendo's, what it is. A lot of people like it. I played it. It's pretty cool. I guess kids like it. But as far as actually wasting two minutes, you could argue that, yeah, you are wasting two minutes when yeah. you're playing Nintendo. And then when you play Bejeweled, you are investing but and having fun for those Maybe. I, honestly, I feel like playing Nintendo is less of a waste because Nintendo there's progress to be made. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's but true. But in Bejeweled, it doesn't matter how it good ends. you do. You're done in two minutes. Yeah, yeah it's, you know? it's really over. Okay, yeah, I gotta. I gotta take Bejeweled on this one. That argument took two minutes. <laughs> We're all just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. Which is a better guide to life? I just got the card that I actually would love to have for this card. Oh. Actually, I actually got two cards. I got three. A better guide to life? You know it. Boy, I don't know what kind of cards you have, but... Holy cow. I'm about to get my booty rocked? Maybe. Let's see him. Uh, Joe got Eco. I actually went with flower. I should have went with something else. I have something else in my head. Oh god, god if you had Shadow, that would have been even better. Unbelievable. <laughs> Alright, Joe. Uh, Asher, you go ahead first. I'm going first. Okay, please. Alright, so Flower okay. is from the makers of Journey. I would say Journey does a better job uh, for the argument that we're making here. Yeah. That being said, they're still very aware of the progression through no, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. What do you mean? Because <laughs> you're, like, you're taking, taking the card. I'm just positioning another closer. <laughs> um, the progression of life through flower. So, like, with flower, they, they, they're, the people who made this game, or who is it? Uh, now, remember, that, this isn't that a game representation company. of life. This is a guide. To mm. Well, they, no, that's the thing. That game company makes games that uh, weirdly, they're abstractly uh, this way of portraying a progression of life uh, and that's that's so with flower you, have you have you guys ever played flower? i looked at flower no. and i said that was a thing i don't want to play <laughs> yeah i mean I, I, I get that that's fine um to be honest i haven't played flower myself either i played journey which is their masterpiece um and it's just that's phenomenal cool. but flower um i see its concept and how it applies to the guide of life because you, you're like a button <laughs> this sounds so silly <laughs> i'm explaining it this way because you're a bunch of petals in the wind and um, it's just this game where you guide these pedals via the wind, and you don't really know where you're going, but you do reach like other points, and you gather more different kinds of pedals. That's good. Where that you reach sense. like other kinds of things, and you take those with you 
as you progress through the game. And sometimes you even lose those pedals. And it's such an abstract way to talk about the progression of life. It, it, they, they, that is definitely what they're going for. I mean, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff that they do. And I know it's like a silly little thing with just flower pedals. But, you know, conceptually, yeah, that's how it is. You, you progress through life, you take some things, you even lose some things along the way. And in some moments, you feel more whole, you feel more like a whole flower, and in other moments, you don't. It's really cheesy, but that's what flower is. And it's a really neat way to do a game. And that is my argument of that game as like kind of a portrayal of life and a guide to it because it's an understanding. It's an understanding that as you go through the notions, you're going to either feel more like yourself or less like yourself, and you're also going to get things along the way and lose things along the way. I would be 100% honest. I don't know much about eco. Explain it to me. All right, so... This is great, because eco's great. No, yeah, no. E eco's a really good one, and uh, I think uh, it's made by the same people who do Shadow of the Colossus. Mm -hmm. uh, and Shadow of the Colossus actually probably fits this prompt a little better. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, Eco basically, uh, it starts out, and you're this horned boy, and you're being taken by people from your village, and it's a kind of a minimalist story, so you don't really know why or whatever. You just know that, like, you're a horned person, and, like, you're cursed, basically, and they leave you in this huge, like, stone castle. Uh, in, like, a coffin, I think, they do, or they just leave you, I forget. I think you, they just leave you there. I think you're trapped, and I think somebody frees you. Yeah, or something like that, but basically, you're free, and, but they've left you there, and so you keep going, and you find this girl. And, but she doesn't speak the same language as you. And uh, basically, you and the girl have to sort of solve puzzles together. Without communicating. Right, without communicating. Like, you'll like tell her to go do stuff, or like she'll be waiting there. But then also, there are enemies. And you sort of can't really fight them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, little kid. Right, you can't really fight them, so you kind of have to run. But uh, they'll go for her, too, sometimes, like more than you. Okay. And so, now, like, do you, you have any actual reason to trust her? Uh, other than that, that she's just there. Well, okay. she apparently goes with you, and she's like, I guess, I guess it's just like the game makes you think that you should. I mean, she's, that, that she's dressed in white. Yeah, she's dressed all in white, and I, mean, I think she does free you from something in the beginning of the game. Maybe it's she, been a long time, but I, I feel she like does that's what happens. Yeah, and that that is because like actually making a really good argument for that. I can easily see the argument for because it's actually making us a lot more. Yeah, better. and I mean the way the plot goes, basically you find out that the girl is the daughter of this queen of the castle, who's ruling the castle, who's like this like a witch basically, and. Um, she warns her daughter that she can't leave the castle because you're all trying, both trying to escape. She warns her daughter that she can't leave. And uh, she basically tries to sabotage the whole thing and you, the two of you get separated and you, you, the boy finds a sword that can like dispel these like shadow creatures like, coming after you. And so you basically fight your way through and you eventually reveal that the queen is planning on... Uh, she has turned the girl into stone and she's planning on uh, taking over her body so that she can be young again. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you defeat the queen and then uh, the whole castle crumbles and then a shadow version of the girl takes you in a rowboat to safety. On, on a beach, and then you run down the beach, and the little girl is just like lying on the beach, and she wakes up, and then that's the end of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm seeing some of the ideas for guys to life, but the, 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 the very like, symbolism in the flowers, I think, actually does do a good representation. Oh, right. I mean, uh, obviously, it's, it's hard to fight. Like, now, is it a better guide, or is it a better representation? Yeah. That's, a, that's the that's trick. A, exactly. I mean, the. Eco does bring up good things where. As far as communication goes, so right? It's the know. communication, you know. It's it's like a like a like a human condition thing, you know, mm -hmm. like the the people helping people. Yeah. And Sometimes you can't uh, work as well together, but you have to. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. yeah, and I think that is more um, an actual guide, guide, mm -hmm. guideline, guide idea mm -hmm. than flower, where it's like sometimes you lose things, sometimes you don't, which is true. But I feel that you do lose stuff as well. You can mm -hmm. sometimes you gain things. Right. Yeah. 
but yeah, you should you should check it out. It's not very long actually. It's a fairly. I wish short. I could recommend Flower. I could definitely recommend Journey though. Journey. 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 I will give it to you, Joe. Though. Okay. As you made a great argument, but I think as far as a guide though, because Flower is a bunch of petals in the wind. Yeah. If we're gonna yes. go down to the very douchey way of saying it. Yeah. Oh, so you just fly around a bunch of petals? You got him. Yeah. All right, this one will be the last one. Okay, last one. All right, which is more? Actually, you know what? If it's gonna be the last one, I should actually get the pick. Okay, yeah, fine. That's that's really cool. What's a better game, World of Warcraft or Portal? Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, if there's a game I can really think of that like encapsulates what you're trying to say, I might just say it. All right, just because. Which is more of a work of art? Oh boy. Um. Oh boy, uh, none of these. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of an actual one. Um, I'm trying to think of one too that isn't something just to play at Asher. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you want for the third one? Oh, well, I Shadows of Colossus. Oh, again, so. Shadow of the Colossus is, is definitely quite something. Um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and. I feel like that is a stereotypical conversation yeah. for this yeah. question. I want to see something interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what I got, and I'm not sure that any one of these is really worthy of the question. I'd say um, <gasps> Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> or even Big Planet, technically, since it's not creating. I feel like this is the most. Um, but as far as like what is more like art, I think I have a black one. I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to say Dark Souls as a okay. franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Explain the whole Dark Souls oh, franchise. Wow, yeah, yeah. So, and like, the really, it, it comes down to the cryptic storyline, the beautiful architecture, the monster designs, the way your character. So, the thing about Dark Souls is, you're in the first one, you are hollowed, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you fight other hollowed things. Yeah. But what is hollowed, right? Hollowing is when you start to lose your mind. If you die enough, you eventually become one of those mindless zombies you're fighting. Right, which is the whole idea of it, is that? Yeah, it's the curse you're trying to escape. So, how does that play back into Dark Souls? So, when you stop playing Dark Souls, that is the point when your character in game loses his mind completely. Right, and becomes completely like you don't have the will to yeah. fight. Yeah. So, an idea is your character is just sitting there now, as yeah. opposed to running around fighting. Uh-huh. It's also the idea of hopelessness and this endless cycle that you will never truly break. Because the age of fire brings in demons. The age right. of darkness, which is the age of man, brings in other demons. There is no winning. And it's just like the idea of these helpless odds you are against yeah. as tiny man versus these glorious, these mythological-sized and powerful beings that is represented in the game itself as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true, and especially, uh, I'm not sure how Dark Souls 3 ends, uh, but... It ends the way you expect it to end. Because Dark Souls 2, the ending of that is actually pretty, uh, pretty cool, like, lore-wise. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, you actually realize this, and then, like, the Emerald Herald, and I forget her actual name. But uh, yeah, I forget some of it, but she's basically like, oh yeah, the dragon created me to, like, stop this thing from happening, but basically it's just like, yeah, you can't, you just... Yeah. Either you sit there and you let it. You sit there on the throne and you let it happen, or you be consumed by fire and you let that happen. But both but, things are terrible. Yeah. But just, what happens? A cycle continues. Yeah. It's fighting inevitability. Yeah. That's the idea in which also went berserk. Uh, is fighting <laughs> is, is fighting your, fighting your destiny. Is also went berserk. Also went berserk. Is is, is is man against destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it's, and it is destiny that was fire. That fire will get snubbed out eventually. Mm-hmm. There will be a guy who comes around and does not ignite those things yeah. and will throw us in the age of darkness. And the age of darkness will eventually. Go back to the Age of Light. Yeah, and uh, the the DLC gives you that choice. Uh, the scholar, the first sin. Yeah. You don't have to take the throne; you can walk away. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but like also, like I said, the monster designs. The beautiful, like there's oh, there's yeah. like little things in the characters, like the rot in Dark Souls Two is the manifestation uh, of things that were just thrown away. Yeah. And that's what the the, the, the um, what's it called again? Ditch? No. Uh, the black, black gulch. The gutter. The gutter in Dark Souls Two. Oh yeah, the, the gutter, gutter. Is, is just a full of garbage. Mm-hmm. It's in with Blade Town. I mean, the, yeah, these exactly. Different characters have like they have different representations of themselves. It's it's, it's really actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. And pretty much everything, the design in Dark Souls is yeah. just really great. And uh, I mean, I could have thrown out Passage also. Whole, whole. But, but I know that's yeah. playing towards yeah. you as well. Absolutely. Yeah, here, let me see the card. Uh, I, I have historically been 
a huge advocate for Passage. Yeah. Uh, during the Game Elitist podcast, there was actually an episode titled The Passage, and it was named after me explaining on that podcast what makes Passage so great. And then by the end of it, just being us, yeah, if you want to check out The Passage, it's free. It's a game directed by Jason Rohrer. Go check it out. Look it up. Download it. It'll yeah. only take five minutes of your time. It's perfect. I'm doing it again. Yeah, no, and, uh, <laughs> and it, 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 The Passage is a really... But as far as what I think art is, I think that Dark Souls takes... Well, if we're going to argue Passage versus Dark Souls, it's going to be a weird argument. Dark Souls is more of like a... I forget what they call it's it. It's like a grand epic story. Like they call it... They, there's a specific word for it in visual art. Ashley probably knows it. and I should, know, I should know it too. Um, especially in dramatic words. Yeah. Uh, like uh, like operas and like big grand um, stage work. Honestly. Oh, no, I think it's called the Gesamtkunstwerk. Huh. And it basically just like means like complete work of art. And the idea is that it's super artistic in like every way. Yeah. So like Wagner would make these like huge operas. Oh yeah, right of the Valkyrie. And, right, and basically he was yeah. like he was like the drama is high art, the music is high art, like yeah. the the theater of it, like everything in mm-hmm. the story, everything is like mm-hmm. a complete work of art. And, and I, I think the Dark Souls. Dark Souls like definitely captures that. Even with the music when you're fighting the bosses, yeah. has something to do with the boss. Yeah. And, I, and I've always loved it, especially in the Souls series, that they uh, that there's no real music going on. Except, Very ambient noise. Yeah, except and, then, the and then when you fight something, or you're uh, in Dark Souls 2 when you're in Medulla, it plays music. That's really like, everyone is relaxing. Right, exactly. And, but like, uh, then like, music kicks in for the bosses, which is also something that Shadow does too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's I, like, I got it's five, a, maybe six. If I, oh, I have um, three, three, four. I have two. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was really looking forward I was kind of hoping you would argue Metal Gear, because Metal Gear does have a strong argument. But it also has an anime argument. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think anime. Hideo Kojima is one of the few true auteurs of gaming. I think as far as direction goes, it's a better movie than it is a game. As far as it is ideas game. But like, it's, in terms of like what it did to the medium of games, what Hideo Kojima in general has done to the medium of games, I think is like just really interesting to me. I don't yeah. know. Like, I'm not saying that it is guaranteed better yeah. than Dark Souls or anything like that, but I just kind of wanted to hear the discussion because, yeah. like, you know, it did weird things, right? Psychomantis. Everyone always talks about unique, Psychomantis. Everyone talks about Psychomantis. And that kind of bullcrap carried on to when he was even trying PT, which PT is yeah. a trailer that alone is a great work of art. It's a, game, it's a horror game that was better than most horror games that came out. <laughs> yeah. So, and like, which is kind of sad. It is kind of sad because we haven't had the truly great horror games since... Oh yeah, maybe yeah, the very first amnesia. amnesia. Yeah, the first amnesia was just incredible. But even that, the amnesia was just a copy of Penumbra. Yeah, I was gonna say, and then before that, Penumbra, obviously. Penumbra was good. Yeah. So. All right, so uh, that, was that was a meta game. That was a good time. It was a joke cast, but it turned to be a meta game cast. It, it is a meta game cast, but it was fun discussions. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I am Asher, your host, joined by Phil. That's me. And uh, the title character of our podcast. Hey, that's Joe. me. I'm Joe. And uh, yeah, me. have a good evening. I hope we entertained you, or even Maybe. hopefully enlightened you, as far as some of the Got conversations. It. Experience <laughs> tranquility. Experience, as Zenyatta says. would make a better movie than Brandon. Experience <laughs> tranquility. Uh, see you guys later. It's high noon. We gotta go. It's high noon. We actually don't have to go, but... <laughs> but it's high noon.